Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Sonic. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! Woo! Oh, we're recording? <laughs> there we go. Well, that's a great start to ja- to 2019. Hey, Bryce. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, I guess it is the New Year, isn't it? What is the cutoff for wishing Happy New Year? It's a discussion we have every single year. I think your scientific poll you did the other day said, what, January? About a week in. A week in, then you can, yeah, we're good. Yeah, then you can cut that out real quick. Uh, so I think we're past that mark, so... Happy January, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's friends I'm not going to see till probably May or June. So technically, I should probably be wishing them a happy new year when I see them in May or June. But that would probably be weird. That would be a funny thing to keep going for an entire year. So hey, happy in, new year. In October, like, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. Happy new year. Yeah, do it, Bryce. Do it. That'd be funny. Maybe. Uh, what is more overrated, though? New Year's Eve or Valentine's? Ooh. Holy crap. So much pressure. Either <sighs> one of those things. I found as they've gone along that Valentine's Day, nobody really wants to do anything. The idea of going out for a romantic candlelit, candlelit dinner just, you know, it's not a thing real people want. No, I, I sort of feel like it's kind of when you're new in a relationship, Valentine's is a big year, a big deal. But by year two or by year three, you're like, ah, screw it. Let's just stay home in our pajamas with one slipper on. Yeah, we'll order a heart-shaped pizza. Good. Because we're romantic. And we'll see what's on the PVR. But New Year's Eve, I don't know if it was just me, but it felt like this year there was absolutely no buzz or interest in anything happening on New Year's. Are you saying New Year's Eve has gone out of style? It seems like it. Or maybe I'm just horrifically out of touch. Well, you pointed this out once, too, and it's so true. It's like... um, New Year's Eve, like if you think about this for a second, imagine you have a, a fresh romance in your life. You got a you got a new lover. Maybe you're only a few weeks into the relationship, or maybe it's a first date. How bad would a New Year's Eve first date be? That's a tough one. Oh, that's a real tough one because you got an actual clock counting down to a moment where everyone kisses, and yeah. normally that's the most nerve-wracking part of any first date. Yeah. Now you got everybody watching. There's a ball falling in Times Square. Yeah. Are you going to kiss her? Is she going to kiss you back? Is she going to offer you a handshake? What's going to go down here? Yeah. Ooh, that's Actually, we should put that on the list of worst possible first dates, New Year's Eve party. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Either go the day before or start your New Year with a first date, but don't do it on the 31st. Yeah. Overhyped. What is more overhyped? I don't know. Valentine's Day, there's the expectation of uh, a thoughtful gift. Yeah. Nobody needs that. I do enjoy the line on uh, February 14th of guys in grocery stores lined up to buy flowers Mm. on their way home. That's always funny. Yeah. That's always good stuff. But this year, New Year's was weird. Uh, I told you this. I went to a very popular area in this city. Oh, yeah. That is so strange. I was going to go out for dinner, me and my best girl. And it was we went early. It was like 5 or 5.30. We roll up to a restaurant and they were closed. And this particular restaurant, it's usually lined up 
almost any time you go there. Yeah, you usually have to wait. That's why we went a bit early. And nope, lights off, chairs are on the tables. You're like, what the heck? What? (laughs) Huh? So what did you do? (laughs) Took her to a mall food court? Yeah, just grabbed some taquitos from 7-Eleven and that was it. Ate them in the car and went home. Yeah, happy New Year's, babe. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast, available however you found it. You're listening to it right now, so just do that again. So, Bryce, you saw that new Spider-Man movie over the holidays? Yeah, that animated one. It's amazing. Sp- uh, spider Ver- What's it called? Spy- Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. I want to see that. It's Fire. animated. I didn't, like, I'm like, how's this going to be different from other Sp- the other 500 Spider-Man movies we've seen? And it was outstanding. Did you see it in 3D? I did actually see it in 3D. You know who didn't see it in 3D? Who? This girl. Hey there, Garner. You were talking about Bird Box, but did you see the Spider-Man movie? Mm, you know what? Bryce was saying that the Spider-Man, the animated one, the new one, is a fantastic movie. I went to see it last night with my soulmate, and it was pretty decent. Like, the animation sometimes, is it, do you know, is it supposed to be in 3D? I don't know. Isn't every movie in 3D now, even if it doesn't need to be in 3D? Yeah, basically. Just so they can wring more money out of your wallet? Exactly. Yeah. The animation was cool, but, like, sometimes it was kind of like that blurry effect like it was supposed to be 3D but it wasn't and we didn't get the glasses but it wasn't 3D so we were kind of like why is it blurry? (laughs) But at what point do you go (laughs) at what point are you sitting in a movie theater and it's kind of blurry? Why wouldn't you just stand up and go downstairs and go am I supposed to have some glasses? Well like I looked on the ticket. The ticket didn't say 3D like there were glasses at the door, because I think they just leave them there. But And, like, no, no one else no. had grabbed you, glasses. We just walked in. I believe you may have watched a 3D movie without glasses. But, like, I've watched a 3D movie. It looks weirder when you watch it without the glasses. And, like, it was fine. It was just occasionally the background was sometimes blurry. Like, they, they didn't, like have the time to finish it or something. Well, let me ask you this question. There Inevitably, there probably would have been a scene where Spider-Man shot his web right into the crowd. Did everybody around you duck? No. So I don't know how to feel. Did she pay for a 3D movie and then just not go get glasses? That would be the funniest thing. Why is the picture so weird? Why is everyone else wearing sunglasses? You just can't connect these dots. I sort of feel like... I If the screen looked weird to me, at some point I'd go, this is 3D, and I'd run down to the lobby and I'd grab a pair of glasses. It's funny, though, because normally before a 3D movie, they have that thing that's just put on your glasses now. And I'm trying to remember. I can't remember if it said that. So maybe they just forgot to put that in. Like, I can't remember if it showed up when I saw this movie. But you'd be able to tell. Yeah. Really. Well, she even said that there was a box of 3D glasses outside the theater. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good indication you might be going into a 3D. They don't just leave those out so you can help yourself to some. No, that's a pretty glaring clue. So that you can always have 3D glasses in your purse. You know what's a good way to avoid this situation altogether? What? Is if LASIK eye surgery picked up its game and started offering a service where they not only correct your vision, but install you with permanent... 3D vision. 3D vision in your eyes. 
that only is activated when you go to a movie. Yeah. So if you're in a board meeting, nothing's out of the usual. Yeah, it's perfectly normal. The pie charts, the mission statements, it all looks perfectly normal. But then you go to see the new Avengers movie. Pow. You, you just get to sit down. You don't have to wear those ugly glasses like a square. You can How much? Sit there. You got laser eye surgery. I did. How much was it? A few thousand bucks. So if they would have said, hey, we can up you to 3D for an extra grand, would you have done it? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how cool you would look. Everyone else puts is scrambling to rip open that plastic and put their glasses on, and you're just sitting there, cool, calm, and collected. You can eat your popcorn with reckless abandon and not have to push those greasy smears all over your glasses. That's a real problem for 3D glasses, people. Yeah. And I always kind of wonder, because you recycle them when you're done. Mm-hmm. Like, are these things thoroughly washed, Ugh. or do they just take them and put them in another bag? And imagine how cool when you're sitting in the theater and suddenly it's quietly word gets out that you're watching without 3D glasses. People are, that guy has 3D laser eye surgery. And you'll look even cooler if you're sitting next to someone who wears normal glasses and has to do the thing, and I had to do it for oh. a long time. Where you had to wear the 3D glasses over your normal glasses. Oh, we need to add a couple of things to the list of things you can't look cool doing. That is one of them right there. <laughs> putting putting 3D glasses over your regular glasses. You can't pull it off. And now this way you can avoid it all and just look cool. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet. Where if you can dream it, there's definitely a porno about it. There was a thread going on Reddit the other day. Oddly specific fears. And it turns out we all have these really strange fears, things we're afraid of. And then when you hear people talking about them, you're like, oh, suddenly I don't feel like such a schmuck. Because I'm afraid, too, that when I'm trying to get into my car when it's dark out, that there's somebody laying underneath my car with a knife who's going to slash my Achilles tendon. <laughs> That's a real fear I have, and other people have it, too, Bryce. Yeah, apparently. And then I thought about it. First of all, I was like, I'm not afraid of anything. Yeah. But then I thought a little harder and it's like, oh, no, wait, I'm afraid of a lot of things. Uh, the biggest of which my like oddly specific one is buying a bag of grapes, ripping that bad boy open. And what greets me? A black widow spider. Gross. You see them from time. The worst part is I said this because I've seen news stories of, oh, family finds spider in their grapes. I said this on the radio, and the number of people who texted in who are like, oh, yeah, I used to work at a grocery store. You wouldn't believe how often that happens. Oh. What? Spider. I bet you Ooh. mice, too. I bet you there's rats. Oh. And that right there, Bryce Kelly, is why you should always wash your fruit with Windex and turpentine. <laughs> Give that thing a nice sheen, a coat oh. of turtle wax before you bite into it. One of mine is uh, opening the toilet seat, and there's a snake coiled up in there. Oh. Mm. I don't, I don't know what I'd do. I would never make a duty again, ever. That would only have to happen once, and your life would never be the same. Yeah. You'd always be known as the person that saw a snake in their toilet amongst your friends, and you could never look at a toilet the same way. You know what one of the most common fears was? What's that? This one. So uh, I've only been in this house for about three years. First time in, uh, owning my own house, and it's an older house. Since I moved here, I hear, like, creaking in the attic. So basically... Uh, it went through my mind at some point, what if someone is living up in my attic and just kind of coming down whenever we're at work, eating our food <laughs> and like just watching TV or something. So 
just because the way the house creaked, it literally sounded like someone's footsteps kind of like moving along up in the attic. And I kept yeah. thinking, ha ha, I got you. <laughs> so the, uh, <laughs> I was the like, attic I'm not going to look up there, though. <sighs> so the attic people are keeping a um, an exact opposite schedule as yours, right? And yes, when, you're, yeah. when you're asleep, they <laughs> exactly. go out to work. Exactly. Attics aren't nearly as cool as you think they are. No, like the um, the attic in a movie is always a fantastic place. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking of redoing my entire home in attic. It's, so it's amazing. Like you think of in Home Alone when he gets trapped uh, up there. He gets sent up there because he was misbehaving. Yeah, and he's got he's got like a bed and cool posters everywhere, and you're like, oh sweet, nice furniture. Christmas vacation. He's watching that movie on the projector in his attic, and you're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, and doesn't he have a nice uh, old antique armoire or something like that? Shouldn't be in the attic. That should be downstairs on display. That's a nice piece. <laughs> It's a very nice piece. So you know what? Movies lied to you once again when they told you that your attic is cool. You just bought a house, Bryce. I I dare you to open the little hatch and look up there. It's not like the attic in Goonies. No, I actually did that. My attic was freezing cold. I could see my breath and is nothing but blown-in insulation, which I'm pretty sure, uh, if inhaled, will kill you. Yeah. It's cancer insulation. Yeah, so addicts in real life suck. Okay, can we just, let me just grab this one here too, Bryce, okay? Sure. Kev, the service plumber. Hey, I've got a uh, bit of an irrational fear. And in the same context, also things that I should be afraid of, but really am not. Uh, As a service plumber, I spent like 15 years elbows deep in people's excretia and all sorts of other filth and nastiness. And other than a pair of rubber gloves i mean it never bothered me at all but if i go over to somebody's house and they offer me a coffee there is no way in hell i'm drinking coffee from somebody else's kitchen because i just don't know how clean that coffee cup is wow i am the world's pretty much only germaphobe plumber germaphobe service plumber yeah exactly like service plumbers you are sort of like the um the infantrymen of plumbing like oh yeah you're just right up front, just in the nastiness. Yeah, we're the cannon fodder. We're the first guys going down. In, in honesty, I think I'm probably immune to darn near anything that I could catch from drinking out of a dirty coffee cup, but I just won't do it. Yeah. Hey, you just, um, by the way, you just named, I'm starting a doom metal band. I want to play in a doom metal band, and we're going to uh-huh. be called Excretia. Nice. Oh, Excretia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing bass in a doom band now, and we're going to be called Excretia. I can actually see that on a poster with the band all in black and brooding. Yeah. Would you go see a band called Excretia? I think I would on a Friday night. Okay. Yeah. But a germaphobe plumber, that's weird. That's like um, thats like the wacky next-door neighbor on every single 90s sitcom. It kind of is. The number of texts we got in, I mean, Kev is just one of a bunch of people with random, bizarre fears that they texted in. Some of them were outstanding. Well, my favorite, I think, was the uh, person who they texted and they said when they walk by a bulletin board, they walk by very, very slowly because they're afraid that a poster will curl up and paper cut their eyeball. <laughs> wow. So specific. Yeah, the a lot of fears surrounding getting either cut or impaled on things. Yep. Which was pretty gross. I have a fear of falling downstairs. A long time ago, a co-worker didn't show up for work one day. We found out he was eating a sandwich, walking down his stairs at home, tripped, 
fell, landed at the bottom, and got knocked out with the sandwich in his mouth, and he suffocated to death. Oh! That's a real oh. that's a story someone sent him. <laughs> that happened. I didn't in know real he life. died. I didn't read the whole thing. Suffocated. Wow, that's to death. dark. Oh, like all <laughs> due respect to the family of this guy, but yeah. that is a one way to go. Yeah, you don't want to be known as the guy that died eating a sandwich. <laughs> that's for sure. How about the person who texted and said uh, they don't use Q-tips because they're afraid that while they've got the Q-tip in their ear, somebody will bump their elbow and they will pierce their eardrum with the Q-tip. I never thought of that before, but now it's all I think about. Why wouldn't you just close the bathroom door and lock it while you do that? Yeah, make sure your feet are shoulder-width apart. you got a firm, uh, firm steady base. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be doing, you don't want to be wearing Heelys. <laughs> Maybe you should go into three-point stance the way football players do on a field. Oh, yeah. That yeah. way you're steady. Another one that I do all the time and somebody texts it is when they're, whenever they're at somebody else's house and they go to use the washroom, they always peel back the shower curtain to make sure there's nobody standing there that wants to murder them. Then I like someone else is like, well, what would you do if someone wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, what would you do? Why are you looking in my shower? <laughs> and that's why when you're having people over... Always clean the shower. You might think by closing the curtain, nobody's going to see your filth, but they will see your filth. There was one I didn't realize. I totally feel all the time. I never thought of it, but they said when you're driving behind a car and they flick a cigarette out the window and you see it kind of sparking on the road, when you drive over it, every time I'm like, this is going to go up into my gas tank somehow and my car's going to, you kind of hold your breath for a second. <laughs> like, is my car about to explode? And I don't share that one. <laughs> <laughs> I have had those thoughts. And the number of people afraid of driving on bridges because the bridge might collapse. Wow. I've been stuck in traffic in the middle of a bridge, and you're like, how well was this built really? Well, and it's weird, too, when you start to feel it going, like you can feel it bouncing. They're designed to do that, though, Bryce. Mm, bridges yes. never fall down. Never. Not once. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet, where no one ever responds to my urgent MySpace messages. So, Garner, it's awards season. Everyone's got the fever. Do you? No. Nope. I watched the Golden Globes, and all it was was people, drunk people standing on stage, re- reading off a list of people, validating the little guy. That's what it was. Yeah. It was them just reading off, Kevin, who uh, mows my lawn. Thank you, Kevin. So that was the highlight of Kevin's life. Yeah, if you want to hear Michael Douglas talk about all of his talent agents and (laughs) promoters, yeah, that's what award shows seem to be good for. It's great if you're a fan of talent agents and you get excited for them when they get thanked on an award show. That's fantastic. But I don't know anybody who is a fan of talent agents. No, not really. To that level. It also makes me feel like I'm not accomplished because I don't have people. I I need to thank my people. Like, my people? I got no people. And you think about, go back to the Golden Globes for a second here, is look at that room. It's not really a huge room. Like when they sort of scan around a bit, it's not like there are 10,000 people in there. There's, I don't know, maybe 1,500, 2,000 people. How do they decide when you got a room full of egos like that and you see Keith Urban and Nicole Nicole Kidman, they're right up in front of the stage. But four or five tables back, the celebrity goes down and down and down. How do you feel when you're one of the balcony people? Yeah, that's an eye-opening experience for most people. That's a sobering, that's a gut check. I like these award shows for when they're honoring someone. So it's like this time around, I think Carol Burnett got got a prize and so did uh, Jeff Bridges. Yep. 
And so they're standing up there giving extra long speeches. And the person who presented them, who yeah. introduced them. Steve Carell. Which one of which was Steve Carell. They just have to stand there. Kind of, they're still in the shot. Yeah. But they're like. It's a big stage. And they're standing in the middle of it. And the one person is being honored. And you're just kind of standing there. And you're like, what do I do with my hands? Do I put them in my pockets? What <laughs> do, do I, I do? nod? Do I smile? Do I stare into the camera? Do I stare at Carol Burnett? I don't know what to do. And I've never once seen someone win an award, give a speech, and then go the correct way off the stage. It's always like they need all oh, people come out of nowhere and they're like guiding. How hard is it to get off of the stage? And what's with like, if they turn around and go right and then you see them? Oh, no, I can't go that way. I have to go left. Like, what's, yeah. what if they go to the right? What's what, going to happen? Did they take away the stairs? Am yeah. I going to have to jump back down to my table? How does this go? What's the worst happen if they go one way? Yeah, no, I've, they always go the other. Everyone is so confused at awards shows and red carpets. Oh, God, the red carpet thing. Hmm. Would you rather watch the Golden Globes, the actual Golden Globes, or the red carpet before the Golden Globes? (sighs) Probably the Globes, because the red carpet, I'm just, and this is going to shock you. Yeah. I'm not a fashionista. What? I don't live in Milan. Mm. I don't don't go down the runway. Do you summer in Paris? (laughs) I do not. Yeah, it's like, who are you wearing? Uh, who cares? It's a commercial for the designers. That's what it is. And you know what? All suits look exactly the same. So when you're like, oh, who, who are you wearing? It's like, it's a black suit. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I think maybe there should be a red carpet for just everyday people. Just they surprise you one day and they roll a red carpet out in the, the staff parking lot outside the staff entrance. Somebody standing there interviews you on your way into the What are you wearing this morning? Um, Mark's work warehouse. <laughs> Carhartt. Yeah. This shirt was $9. Then you'll go inside the door and there's three people standing there being like, mm, that look just did not play with me. Oh God. Yeah. And then you have to read about yourself all day on the internet. Yeah. This is a terrible idea. Red carpet for everyday people. <laughs> you're eating your lunch and you find out you're on the worst dress list. Oh. Like what? I just came in here to do accounts payable. <laughs> To earn enough money to feed my cats. I don't need this grief. I'm just here to install a sprinkler system. (laughs) You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet where your Uncle Barry posts weird things on Facebook. Hey, Bryce, I had an idea for uh, what I want. I want this to be an ongoing feature, not every week, but from time to time on Top Ranking Podcast. Okay, what is it? The saddest place on earth. Because when you stop and think about it, the happiest place on earth, they tell you, is Disneyland. And I've Mm -hmm. been there. It's kind of happy. It's kind of fun. It's pretty holly jolly, sure. But doesn't it just kind of go without saying that if there's a happiest place on earth, there must be the saddest place on earth, too? Yeah, if there's a yin, there's a yang. I had a uh, moment over my vacation here. I went back to my hometown and I don't want to say where it is okay. because I don't want to offend the local merchants there. But my hometown is a small city mm-hmm. that used to have a very, very vibrant mall. Very vibrant. Used to. Well, the mall is still open, Bryce. You can still go to the mall, <laughs> but there is nothing in there. Ooh. There's maybe a store that sells knickknacks of some kind. Yeah, there's some kind of drugstore that's not... A name brand drugstore? There's a clothing store that might be a chain of clothing stores, but you're not quite sure, and it caters to 
your mom and your grandma who kind of like to just dress really comfortably in a lot of cotton. There's a food court that has three options, Yeah, none of which are good. None of them are chain. You don't recognize any of them. <laughs> no. But just a lot of papered up storefronts. So that this week is my contender for the saddest place on earth, small town mall. Okay. Well, if that's yours, I'll put in mine uh, off the top of my head. Have you ever been to, uh, let's say, uh, a chain of restaurants that's well known for breakfast? I think I know the one you're talking about. Let's just call it, I don't know, Denny's. Okay. So have you ever gone there at 6 p.m. and had yourself a steak dinner? No, I haven't. No? Well, I bet you that would be the saddest place. (laughs) (laughs) Going to a place famous for breakfast, but ordering their finest steak. Yeah. Yeah. This is a wisp of sadness. Nothing wrong with getting your breakfast there. Mm -hmm. We've all done it. Uh, But going there for your steak dinner at 6 p.m. on a Wednesday, that's tough sledding. Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Of course it's top ranked. I mean, why else would we call it that? Top ranking podcast with Garner and Bryce. Garner, you almost uh, became that guy oh, at the station this week. Wow. Man, I went home yesterday after this, and I was ashamed. Like, I, just, I couldn't even pass myself in a reflection in a mirror in the hallway. Couldn't even look at myself. This morning when I was brushing my teeth, couldn't look myself in the eye in the mirror like I usually do. Yeah, you were almost the guy who brought uh, something I brought to tickets sell. to work to sell for one of my kids, <laughs> one of my gifted children. My wife asked me if I could go sell these tickets at work. Did you sell any? No, not a single one. I have a booklet of 20 <laughs> tickets that I'm supposed to sell for, and it's a good prize. It is a good prize. It's a private table at a professional ice hockey game at a huge arena in the upcoming months. Yeah. And the tickets are only $5 a piece. But I asked you, I asked a couple of other people, and I was just getting shot down. Like, the guy, you guys were looking at me like, oh, my God, he's become that guy. So I just quietly slipped them back in my jacket pocket, and I took them home. Yeah. Every now and again, you get the email, like, oh, my kid's having a fundraiser at their school. If anyone would, like, raffle tickets, mm-hmm. let me know. If anyone I've, wants to buy cookie dough. Yeah, I've never responded. You know, maybe girl guy cookies. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But for the most part, that's an instant delete. And then when you pull out that stack of tickets, you're like, oh, boy. But you didn't send out the mass email. so you. I would never do that. You walked up to the edge of the cliff but didn't fall off. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. <laughs> and you know what's really funny, too, is I can't imagine that my parents would have ever gone to their workplace and sold my stuff. So why am I doing it for my kids now? And especially what this is for. Yeah, this you just is, told me. This is to fund a trip. For my one daughter's cooking class, uh, her foods class at her high school, so they can go to Italy and Greece this spring. And guess what? They're already going. Going to Italy and Greece for their foods class? That's an elective. I know. Yeah. That's what this is for. It's not even a core subject. Yeah. So it's not like it hinges on whether they raise enough money to go. They've already paid their way. They're going. This is just a sort of offset now here. A school trip to Italy. Did you ever go anywhere like that? No. no. School trip, like field trips when I was a kid, they sucked. Yeah. They, you'd get maybe two field trips a year, mm-hmm. and they were always to somewhere super lame. Like, oh, we're going to go to the water treatment plant. Woo! Like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's dad owns a shoe store. We're going to go see the back room where they keep all the stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think in grade 12, 
We had a part of our gym class. We went camping. Uh-huh. So we did one night of camping, 45 minutes outside of the city. And that was it. And that was the furthest I ever ventured from my school. Hey, Bryce, would you like to buy a ticket? Hard pass. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Special thanks to USS for the temporary podcast theme song. Find them online at ussmusic.com. Guests of Top Ranking Podcast stay at my mom's basement because we're in a budget and she gets lonely. Two birds.